So, uh, the scene track. So, give me a second just to get uh, the players in order so I can know who's gone and who hasn't. And uh, Epimethea, Mr. Medium. And um, for the sake of just speeding it along, Station will not be in the scene tracker because he's basically holding uh, down the fort at the bar. Yep, we need at least one person to do so. Okay, so uh, I'm going to say... Station's the most responsible. <laughs> <laughs> Two sets of finger guns, one from him, one from his spirit, as he goes, you've got it, fam. Uh, okay, so the scene tracker is down. Uh, and we are going to start with Epimethea, who is investigating that mysterious fire. All right. All right. So as you fly in uh, and you get closer, it is uh, what looks to be kind of like uh, a very small apartment building. Like one of those like sort of corner apartment buildings has suddenly like gone up in flames, starting from what looks to the bottom and sort of making its way up the building. Um, this must have happened very quickly. So almost assuredly arson, a fact which is even more pronounced when uh, basically you see like uh, two people in front of a car and the minute they see you, they jump in that car and they start peeling out. Well, can't have that. All right. Um, so uh, you also notice that there are people that are like in the, the building that are kind of like, they, they clearly couldn't get to a fire escape in time and are kind of like, you know, like waving down the streets for people to help. People are trying to like figure out like blanket catching things, but it's a bit too high up to really uh, do anything about it. So this is going to create uh, two challenges. All right. Save the people and stop the car. So uh, what are you going to do, Epimethea? Um, hmm. Like as much as Epimethea wants to stop that car. you know, So... I, I think the first thing Epimethea does is take a, a quick, like, like eye camera photo of, of the, the car and send it to the rest of the group. But okay. then she's going to have to, like, go Is Epimethea and... able to get the license plate? <clears throat> yes, I'll say that's that's easy enough. Okay. Yeah, and then she's going to use... <laughs> eye of Artemis! <laughs> no, that's... She, she's she's going to go with the like people. A camera, what? <laughs> It doesn't have to make like an obvious noise. It could be digital. Yeah, it, it is a cool, digital. A cool projected sigil appears on the eyeball. <laughs> Not everything has to have cool protective sigils, Joey. Nah, oh, man. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, yeah, uh, Epimethe is just going to start helping people out of this building. All um, right. Oh, wow, that's, uh, that's a nine? Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, this is not your first rodeo. And it turns out giant statue made of bronze doesn't really give a shit about fire. Yeah. So, because it's super well insulated. Yeah. So uh, you fly up and you basically just start, like, lifting people out of the door, like, lifting people out, and bringing them down to the thing. There's, like, family members that are, like, relieved and um, sort of like, yeah, you managed to pull them out. No problem. As you're helping the lat, there is one thing that you do catch, though. Uh, and this is actually something that you're lucky to catch, because if you didn't, bad things would happen. Um, as you're helping the person out on the top floor, uh, a bunch of sensors in your suit start giving you warnings for, like, hazardous material detected. Okay. And uh, sort of like after you set down the last person, you kind of fly up and you realize that whatever these are concentrated on, are the top floor of the building. Peering into it, 
you recognize the makings of a meth lab. Ah. Ah. And you suddenly realize, well, the fire hasn't gotten there yet. But uh, if it's not stopped, or if these solutions aren't neutralized, uh, this is basically a powder keg waiting to go off. And let me put down... Meth. <laughs> Stop the building from exploding. Stop meth. You must unbreak bad. All right, but that is your turn. Uh, I will pass it off to... Uh, you may, who may you, are you passing it off to? Um, I will pass it to, um, I'll pass it to Mr. Medium. I want to see Mr. Medium versus the Bruise Brothers. I think that's a good pay-per-view event. All right. So, Mr. Medium. good booking. (laughs) It is absolutely good booking. All right. So, Mr. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, so Mr. Medium, you head over to the bar and, uh, as you get there, you immediately see that there are, like, people outside that have clearly just gotten, like, laid the fuck out. They're not in any, like, risk of serious injury, but they clearly just got rolled pretty hard. They got beat up, but, like, in a movie sense, where they'll get up and they won't have a concussion or anything. Yeah! Yeah, pretty much like that, actually. Yeah. They worked the ribs a lot, it seems. Yeah. A lot of dick punching. <laughs> they gave him the old dick twist. <laughs> it's like the All Nick right. twist, but way worse. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So you slam open the doors of this bar and what looked to be like whatever iron devils were also hanging out here also look like they got rolled pretty hard uh and in the middle you see that there's just these three pretty muscular dudes uh sort of like in black tank tops and cargo pants and like combat boots and they're just kind of like taking the tables smashing them like throwing the shit at the bar so all the bottles break uh, one of them's got, like, a spray can, and he's right, like, uh, turd iron devils on the wall. Oh, and, uh, The epitome they... of wet. <laughs> Look, they aren't the wit brothers. Yeah. And, uh, the, one of them sort of notices you and says, Oh, it don't look like an iron devil. What the hell are you doing here? <clears throat> Somebody told me there were three jabronis looking for a rumble. And with and, that, uh, Mr. Medium begins pulling his sleeves up. <laughs> uh, so with that, uh, one of the brothers, the one that's spray-painting the wall, kind of goes like, Ooh! Come on, guys! Let's feed the crap out of this turd! And the other one, and uh, the third one, who's kind of like fucking up the bar, is like, Oh, we're not paid to fuck up guys that walk in off the street! We're paid to fuck up the bar! Don't lose your sight of it. Besides, we've already taken out 30 people. We cannot, we don't have to fight what we don't have to. Um, okay. Can I goad them by using banter? Uh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You could you also could goad also them by, by using your fists. Yeah, but I, I don't want to. It, it's better if they attack me because it means I won the, the psychological <laughs> battle. Truly, mm-hmm. I am the winner. Yeah. These guys seem goadable. Yeah. So I'm going to do banter and uh, presence. All right. Um, do you want to do that as an overcome to try and get them uh, an overcome, or as a boost to yourself? Uh, you know what? I'm just going to use my promo ability instead, because it's right. essentially the same thing. Okay. Um, use yourself. Control. Okay. That is a six. Okay. So that is. Uh, so how does your promo ability work? You get a boost. And... I get a persistent uh, exclusive plus two. Okay. Uh, so. 
Cut your promo, Joey. <clears throat> I see how it is. <clears throat> For a group called the Bruise Brothers, more like cruising for a bruising brothers i see you can rock down a table but can you take on 250 pounds of all american all cascadian muscle and or are you content to just sit back and beat up on the equivalent of a bunch of school children! He points to the fucking dryer devils that are all locked out. It's okay though, they're, they're conscious and they can't hear you that he made fun of them. You hear a couple groans, like, oh. Uh, my self esteem, the only thing I had left. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, the one brother, the one that seemed very gung ho about this, is just now absolutely chomping at the bit to fucking go death throw down. Mm -hmm. And uh, the brother that he's sort of standing next to looks back at the one at the bar and says, Come on, bro. He's going to be kind of annoying. And the third bro just kind of goes, All right, do what you must. And uh, I will now reveal that the Bruise Brothers will be represented by three D10 lieutenants. Okay. Woo! All right, Joey, who are you passing to? Uh, I'll pass to Carson on. Okay, All right. Thank you. So, Carson on. Uh, yeah. You managed to show up at the uh, the shop along with the Pelicanetic. Great. So, uh, what you see is what very obviously looks like an automotive garage. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, it seems like there's a bunch of guys in, like, tack gear that have kind of come in. They've clearly, like, tied up or indisposed of the, uh, the particulars. They got, like, a moving truck out front. Yeah. And they're kind of going through and grabbing what looked to be, like, very expensive-looking car parts and sort of, like, throwing them in the back of the truck. Okay. Um, all right. So, hmm. Um, okay, so on my way over here, yeah, I'm deciding to try out another voice on this thing, hoping that it'll be more intimidating than the ones I already have. And I will say that, um... I will let you guys decide as to what sort of voice uh, I automatically generate. Uh, so wait, which ones have you done already? So far I have done, the most recent one was the Southerner, um, as well as, um, I've also determined Mickey Mouse and Pirate. Shakespearean uh, actor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, so swinging in, um, yeah, so these guys are just loading up with car parts and stuff, and they're just basically robbing the place? Pretty much, yeah. It looks like it's a shakedown, a pretty professional-looking shakedown, but it's still a shakedown. Okay, so, um, yeah, so I just raise my gun, and I just shout, Forsooth! Hearken as to these, O oh, fell villains who dare attempt to rob those who wish to, put, uh, to ascertain these most fell of times. And the mooks just kind of look at each other, and then they pull out their guns. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then I pulled out my gun. Yeah. Verily, to arms! Yeah, and I will say, Chris, uh, now that you're, like, closer enough to see this, uh, you recognize a chop shop when you see one. Uh-huh. Alrighty then. Well, All right, so uh, what are you doing? Okay, um, how many guys are here? Uh, five uh, D8? There are five, yeah. Okay, so in this, I'm gonna roll to give myself a boost. Basically, I'm gonna rappel up onto, like, uh, the roof of the chop shop, like, and in the moment that 
they are basically taking aim at me. I'm going to activate my visor, and I'm just going to start scanning them and marking down targets for myself. Okay. So, um, for... Or are we in the yellow zone? No, you're in green. Okay. So, yeah, I'm basically doing lock and load to start loading up with some uh, bullets to be using. And so for this, uh, yeah, so I'm using ranged combat. Okay, so this is going to be... All right. 1d10, 2d8. And okay, so for this, I am creating two boosts, one using my max and one using my mid. My first boost is with an eight and my second is with a six. Okay, uh, so you get two plus two boosts, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you basically like swoop up onto, you basically have jumped in front of them and then swooped yourself onto the roof. Yep. Okay, uh, who are you passing to? Um... I'm going to pass to uh, the Pelicanetic. Okay. Okay, great. So I guess we probably arrive at roughly the same time. Yeah, more or less. Um, Carsonon has made himself a pretty big target, though, by jumping in front and then accusing them uh, of being dishonorable brigands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Let's, uh, how many of them were there again? Five. Five, yeah. Let's let's even the odds. Evelyn is going to swoop in. She's not trying to hide her presence or anything, but she's not going to be as big or boisterous. Um, but she is going to summon a bird. Ah, the bird play. Yes, classic, classic strategy. Um, let's see. All right, mid dies a four, which gives me a, a d eight. Uh, and uh, she's going to want something that takes up space, you know, something tall that is not, you know, kinda, maybe a distraction, if nothing else. She, she's going to make a big old emu. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Scary. They got talents. Um, and it's going to, she's going to, it's going to be an attack emu. Uh, and that's right. her turn. Okay. Oh, so I, they look over and see the emu and then they go, split fire. And the boss goes, split fire. Hail, noble avian. <laughs> I I think that's all the members of Torch who have gone now, is that right? Yes, so now you must either pass to the environment or to one of the villains. Well, let's pass the environment. Okay, uh, so the environment is going to tick up. Um, and the environment is going to... Uh, the environment is going to summon minions, specifically uh, at the bar and at the uh, the shop. Um, the iron, the true iron devils show up. Hmm. So, ooh, not the right one. So there are now, um, I'm just gonna say at bar, there are two D6 TID, true iron devils, and at shop, there are now, uh, two D6 TID. So yeah, uh, the iron devils, true to their word, uh, basically show up. And uh, it looks like they are ready to, um, well, kill some people, actually, because they're, uh, they're looking like they're drawing guns. <laughs> and now the environment is going to pass to the Bruise Brothers. So um, the Bruise Brother in the back is going to basically just continue trashing the joint. And the Brew two Bruise Brothers in front of Mr. Medium are going to attempt to basically... Um, Give them some of the old Bruce Brothers magic. Okay. Oof. Okay. So what happens is the two brothers, uh, pecs pop in and biceps bulging, run up to you. 
And as they're running, um, one of them runs in front of the other one just a little bit. Uh, right before they get in front of you, the one that's slightly in front of ju uh, jukes right. The other one drops to the knee and sort of like pro like does the um, the propel move into the air. And as he's like in the air, the one on the ground then stands back up and tries to like you know get you with a cross. Uh, that deals three damage, as that's something that you can fairly withstand. Uh, unfortunately, it sets you up to get hit by the one in the air, who comes down with this raucous, like, downward punch, and that hits you for ten damage. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in yellow, which plays right into my plan. Alright, and, um, yeah, the, the mook in the back, the, uh, the bruise brother in the back just keeps trashing shit. He has now moved on to ripping the bar apart with his bare hands. And uh, they are going to pass to um, the cruise shop goons. And uh, so they're going to split fire. One of them is going to fire at um, the Pelicanetic. Two of them are going to fire at the bird. And two of them are going to fire at Carsonon. Mm -hmm. So the Pelicanetic, take four damage. Okay. Uh, your emu takes five damage. Okay, I'll roll for that. And Carsonon, you take six damage. Gotcha, thank you. As they pull out like what looked to be like submachine guns and sort of just open fire. Okay, the emu fails, so it's uh, it's out of here. It dissipates. All right, they he gone. Uh, okay, so that is their turn, and I believe it is the start of a new round. Correct? Uh, so I think so. They are going to pass to. Uh, the environment. So the environment ticks up again. Uh, right. Everyone John, in now? Um, John, minions spawned by the environment go on the environment's turn, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, as Mr. Medium is taking uh, the full force of the Bruce Brothers' collaborative heat move, uh, two true iron devils bust in and uh, basically see the Bruce Brothers and try to attack them. Uh, and they're going to try and dogpile onto the one that's uh, sort of like held up by Mr. Medium that, that tried to throw a cross at Mr. Medium. Okay. So altogether they deal nine damage uh, and that Bruce Brother fails. So he goes down to a D8. Alright. And uh, the other uh, ones showed up at the shop and uh, they're basically going to attempt to shoot two of the guys that uh, basically took pot shots at the heroes. So it's for one of them. That's a two. Uh, Succeed. So one of them drops down to a D6. And the other one rolls a four and survives. So there are now... So it looks like uh, two of the, um, the goons at the shop, they get shot in the chest, but it looks like their vests sort of like take most of the blow. So they're not entirely out of the fight. Okay. Uh, and the thing that the environment is going to do, I'm going to say the environment is, uh, so Epimethea, as you are survey realizing that the fire is a lot more perilous than you thought, uh, the fire department arrives. Hooray. Is that a good thing? I mean, yes. you don't, they're trying to burn down the building. What if they're also, check if they're also criminals. And, uh, that is going to have. They're, they're all in Marita's pocket. They start <laughs> shooting fire onto the building. Uh, and I'm going to say, for sake of representing the fire crew, we've got two D6 that basically show up uh, to put out this blaze. Hmm. However, um, Epimethea, you notice that they are treating this as 
basically like an apartment fire and not a uh, potential bomb, more or less. Mm-hmm. Also, it'd be a little weird if Heaven Beat knew what meth was. <laughs> hmm. Well, he probably noticed dangerous chemicals. Fair. Some sort of mm-hmm. blue crystalline structure. Uh, and the environment is, uh, well, you guys are going to get double whammied. The Bruise Brothers, uh, the environment is going to pass to the Bruise Brothers. So, uh, the D8 guy is going to attempt to go after the, uh, the guys that just hit him. One of the guys that just hit him, and he rolled an 8, so that guy is gone. And, um, he's going to get an assist from the other one and just see if he can make this tango between just them and Mr. Medium, because they're not exactly looking to make this a big old group fight. Uh, he rolls a three, but it seems that the guy he punched, so the Bruce Brothers sort of break away from Mr. Medium. One of them just decks one of the true Iron Devils, and he goes down just hard. Uh, the other one gets punched in the stomach, and it looks like for a second that he's out of the fight, but he manages to, like, bring himself back up. He's not doing so hot, but he's still in this. All right, and then we are going to pass to the... Uh, and then they are going to pass to the cruise shop goons. And they are going... So two of them are going to basically lay suppressing fire on uh, Carsonon. Hmm. That's D8s. Uh, so for minions rolling hinder challenges, John, um, you don't add up the resultants. They're just applied separately, correct? Yeah. Yeah. They would just count as each making a hinder. All right. So two of them, uh, the ones that didn't get shot, are going to try and uh, suppress Carsonon. Ooh. So that is a minus one and a... So that's a one out of seven. Okay. So Carsonon, you are totally hindered for a minus three on your next roll. Oof. Okay. As you managed to get behind cover, but there's not really much you can do since they're keeping you pretty pinned down in place. Okay. Above the gunfire, they hear, Ah, tis but gnats stinging at mine heels. All right, uh, and the one D8 guy, um, he realizes that one of the valued targets is a vehicle, and he's going to attempt to try and, well, take it. Uh, so he looks into the vehicle and realizes, damn, they don't keep these things full of gas. Shit. Uh, and the two D6 minions are also going to try and, um, suppress the pelicanetic. Or actually, no, they're going to attack the uh, the guys that just shot at them. And they do manage, they don't manage to take them out, but they're having to, like, duck behind cover for their motorcycles as there's suddenly a staccato of gunfire that's going off, and these guys have got no choice but to dive behind cover. Doesn't look like they're going to be too, too much help as they get whittled down to a D4. Hmm. All right, and with that, um, they, the, all the enemies have gone, uh, so we are going to pass to Carsonon. Okay. So, um, I have a minus three penalty. Okay. And I'm still at 22 hit points, so I'm not quite in yellow yet, but I'm getting No, close. you're in yellow. We've entered the yellow zone. Oh, excellent. Yeah, we're all in yellow. Well, uh, that changes things. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, just a moment, please. Let's see. Looking at my options at this moment. Uh... I believe you still have those boosts from when you um, did your first action. I do, I do. I'm also uh, taking a look here. Um, yeah, basically, I am going to be using a heads-up display to give myself a persistent bonus. So let's see what happens. 
And I am rolling with a minus three penalty on correct? Yes. Okay. Um, so regarding the boost that I got from Nat as well, I remember that a few sessions ago, I received a boost to my gadgets that goes up to a D10. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. You still have those gadgets, so you still have the D10 in gadgets. Okay, despite the fact that I am suspicious of this upgrade, at the same time, I know for a fact that, you know, I'm literally under fire right now, so there's no time like the present, and I'm gonna give this a shot using, uh, yeah, this gadget. So, uh, okay, so, all together, all right, um, so I am gonna, my max die for this is an eight, brought down to a five by the minus three hinder. So this is going to be an exclusive and persistent bonus of plus two, I'm guessing. Uh, that was an eight altogether? Uh, a five altogether because it's brought down to yes. a uh, five plus two. Okay, plus two, thank you. Then I'm going to attack using, my min die for this is a seven. I rolled very well this turn, and I'm going to apply this persistent bonus to make it uh, nine points of damage to one of the goons. Okay. Uh, so which one are you shooting? The D6s or one of the D8s? Uh, one of the D8s. All right. So, uh, you never really use this, like, targeting system that yeah. Nat kind of developed for you. Uh, that was nine points of damage, you said? Yes. Okay. Uh, so you haven't really had the opportunity to really put it through its paces, but you decide, well, you know, now more than ever. So you turn on the laser sighting, and you realize that Nat program that, like, Allow, like it programs in ricochet shots. <gasps> oh yeah. boy! It, it's like Peggle, there's like a dotted line. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, actually. So you basically like realize you basically just start lining this thing up around uh -huh. like where you remember that they are. And you basically fire off a shot, it pings off of a nearby pipe, and all of a sudden you just hear oh god! And yeah, one of those guys just goes down hard. Awesome. And yeah, they just hear from behind the cover as I'm reloading. Thou abominable, tardy-gated, murderous cowards! Prick-eared, embossed carbuncles! Bring your hell intents and weapons en masse! Flames and ignoble ends await you! Pigeon-livered general offenses to the common senses! Did you take that monologue from something? I feel like that's familiar. Nah, nah, I'm just uh, cribbing together what sounds very Shakespearean. Uh, oh, it's extremely good so far. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I, I when someone said Shakespeare, when you said Shakespeare and Harry, I was like, oh wow, that's it's very on brand for for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you just you don't see it, but telekinetic, you see like this, like a shot. You see like the spark of the ricochet, and then one of those guys just goes down. Hmm. All right, and Carson, on who are you passing to? Um, who's remaining for this round? Uh, it's a new round. All the villains have gone, uh, but none of uh, you guys have gone yet. Excellent. In that case, I'm going to pass to Epimethea. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, so I am going to use uh, Principle of the Tactician again. All right. Um, to, um, because, uh, you know, um, uh, Cassandra was just talking about how she need wanted to make sure she was... Her, her quiver was fully equipped with things, uh, including uh, a bunch of uh, those arrows with the uh, with the the super foam, which also happens to be flame retardant. So she's just going to start yeah. firing those all over the meth lab. You've got a glue gun. You're going to use the glue gun. Uh huh. All right. Um. 
So I'm going to see that's going to be inventions plus technology plus status die. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so that is going to be a seven. All right. So. Or wait, no, sorry. I used my max die. That's a nine. That's a nine. All right. Also, so, everyone yeah. gets a hero point. Yes, I think we're at three now, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. Um, you, obviously, Epimethea doesn't really know this, but you do. You kind of know which of the chemicals are most likely to be the ones that are, you know, going to explode. And so you prioritize those first, firing arrow after arrow and more or less just covering them in this soft flame retardant foam. So the good news is um, that Wiz going to keep them from getting too, too hot too quickly. But it's only flame retardant, not flame immune. And if the the problem isn't necessarily the flames, it's the heat. So you've given them, you've bought yourself a bit of time, but you're still going to need to actually find a way to, like, either stop the flames or work with the fire department to put out the flames to keep this stuff from going up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, you managed to start getting to work on that. Uh, who are you passing to? Um, I will pass to Mr. Medium again. All right. Okay, uh, so Mr. Medium, uh, so I'm, Mr. Medium is going to go after the uh, weaker bruised brother, okay. um, and he's going to deliver a, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, he's going to respond with his own clothesline. Okay. Um, with plus two bonus, that is eight. Um, and, oh, sorry, nine, because I used my, uh, use my highest die, and I'm going to swap forms. Okay. So, Mr. Medium is going to, uh, run towards the guy, um, and when he, and he sees it coming, but when he tries to move, a pair of spectral hands grabs his ankles, um, <laughs> and he is rooted in place as I slam into him for eight damage, or for nine damage. Nine damage. Um, All right. Yeah, uh, and it looks like you really caught him with his pant- metaphorical pants down because he takes that on the chin. Like uh, he's at, and, like you kind of see um, this almost like begrudging respect of like, oh, you actually managed to hurt me. Well, Good. and as and as and as he is hit with the clothesline, a ghostly figure rises out of the ground, and uh, Mr. Medium's tag partner is now in play. Hmm. Uh. And uh, the, the, the more hot-headed one, which I'm going to say is the one that is a bit more injured, goes, Oh, now things are getting interesting! Well, the other one just kind of rolls his eyes. All right. And uh, who is Mr. Medium passing to? Uh, Mr. Medium will pass to the environment. Okay. Uh, has the environment gone? No, it hasn't. Thought... Because you guys have done two rounds. No, this is the second round. The environment's already gone. Oh. Yeah, Wait. it was the first one to go, I think. Oh, yeah. it, pa- it passed back to itself? Okay. Yes. Yeah, um, so now we can go back-to-back. Du- back. Yeah. You get the double. Uh, you know what? I'll pass... I'll, uh... Fine, I'll pass the Pelconic, then. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, Evelyn is, does a lot better uh, when she's fighting fewer goons and seeing how effective Karsnan is being. She is going to just, uh, you know put her eggs in that basket uh, and use uh, one of her green abilities um, where I get to boost another hero. Hmm. Uh, I can make it either a temporary boost or a persistent boost uh, using my max and mid die. So, oh, and we're in green, great. No, or we're, we're in yellow. yellow. Yeah, so I move up to a D8 status die. 
Um, okay. All right. Well, uh, mid and max die are both a six. So uh, Evelyn extends her bird aura out. She also like ducks behind an oil barrel because <laughs> there's bullets mm. flying everywhere. Yeah. Um, but in doing so, she extends her aura out, and Karsnan, uh, you feel uh, invigorated, and you receive a permanent uh, plus two bonus. A permanent plus two bonus? Persistent. Well, per- uh, persistent. Plus two boost. Yes. Thank you. Such invigoration fills my limbs and spirit! Ha ha! Great. And I think she's the last member of Torch to go this round, is that right? Yes, so uh, you can pass off. So it's the start of a new round. Okay, uh, uh, I'll and just you pass, pass off to whomever. Directly off to Carson. All right. Okay. Um, and let's see what I got. Um, okay. So, all right. Um, so there are, let's see, four enemies remaining. I'm gonna use Reign of Justice, and I'm gonna start taking on all of these guys simultaneously because I have four boosts in play. So, um... It's a lot of boosts. Yeah, it is. And I'm going to be burning... Because I two of these are persistent boosts, I keep them. The other two that I generated with uh, lock and load, I'm going to burn those. So, basically, um, yeah, I'm going to use this targeting system, and I'm going to start lining up some shots. Uh, now... Wait. How, mm-hmm. how many enemies are there in, in, the, in your area? Four. Uh, four. And I've got enough boosts for everybody. I was just looking at the sheet, I mean. There's a lot of people on the board, so I was just <laughs> double checking. Okay, so my mid die is a five, but I am applying um, a plus two bonus to each one of these, so I am dealing seven points of damage to every enemy in the scene. Oh man, you're gonna take that ricochet like straight to the top. Yeah, pretty much. And okay, uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, so I start taking aims. I start firing off one round after another, and. The wheel is coming full circle! I am here! Alright, first D8. Uh, you said seven damage, right? Yes. Alright, uh, so... That guy... And... So, your first shot doesn't really... Uh, so your first shot... Um, no, wait. Yes, that, no, that's correct. So your first shot, uh, it, you see it hit, you hear it hit the guy... Um, but it doesn't exactly. So I'm assuming you're doing this all with like ricochet fire for like maximum flex, right? Pretty much, yeah. All right. So the first shot doesn't like you hear it hit the target, but it doesn't hit like ad. But you don't hear that like you know, like that significant oof noise. It does kind of. You do kind of get the feeling that it's winged the guy a little bit though. Okay. Uh, the second one, ah, that one hits real nice. Mm-hmm. And then as for the other two. Uh, no, and, uh, right, it's seven damage. They shouldn't even be rolling. Yeah, uh, you manage to work the kinks out, and you basically just start, like, rapid, like, five rounds rapid. Bam, 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 all across the air of the pipe at different angles. Yeah. And you just hear two other guys go, like, My bones! Oh, my bones! And, uh, yeah, um, peeking your head out around the corner, because the gunfire is severely abated, there's one guy left. Nice. All right, and after that, I am going to pass. Um, Mr. Medium, have you gone yet? Uh, I went this round, but are we cool. have we passed We're over at, the next round? This is a new round. round. Uh, then yes, you can pass to me. Mr. Medium, it's up to you, bud. All right. Um, so before they can even act again, um, 
Mr. Medium is gonna walk up to his tag partner, and they're gonna high-five, and then they're just gonna fucking go to town, ballroom blitz style, uh, and begin, like, throwing objects, and, uh, when, like, we'll see how I roll. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna use my attack multiple targets using my duplication power, which is... Okay. Awesome. Which is this. Um, so I need a d12, and a d8, and close combat. Um, that is eight to everything in the scene. All right. Uh, so you manage... So, uh, yeah, you start dashing around, you grab, like, a chair, and you whip it at the D6 guy, and you catch him right in the chin. Uh, but as for the other two... Ten. Uh, how much damage was that again? Eight. All right. And the other one? Yeah, so you basically, like, start going around and, like, just grabbing whatever thing isn't nailed down and throwing at them. Dartboards, tables, chairs any bottles left lying around an ashtray whatever and you start whipping it at these guys with just expert precision uh you catch the one who's a little bit uh who's gotten a bit of more of a beating to him you just catch him on the chin instead of send him stumbling backwards uh the other one is also tries to like duck and weave the first few things but isn't too good when you manage to throw a chair at him lengthwise and he can't get out of the way and he gets caught in it and then finally taking aim at the last guy behind the bar you grab a bottle that's underneath, like, a, a table, and you whip it at him. And he manages to put up his arm in time to stop it, and it just shatters across his arm, uh, cutting it up pretty bad, cutting it up significantly. But he kind of just looks like, oh, all right, let's go. And he hops over the bar, and now he's getting in the fray. All right. Uh, you know what? I'll pass to them. Okay. Um, well, they've kind of given up on dealing with the one guy who's not much. They're going to hit you with the Bruise Brothers combination attack. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, basically, uh, what happens is as the uh, first one, as the, like, the Rowdy Brother sort of comes up and starts throwing out, like, a series of quick jabs, they're kind of sort of ducking and weaving. The other two sort of form, like, a pincer attack and come around the sides and just start working the hell out of your body. Like, you managed to put up a pretty decent defense, but they're still wailing on you pretty hard. Uh, so if you have any defense attacks that you have, the damage rolls are two, four, four, respectively. Um, nope. Okay. So, My uh, defense stuff kicks in once I hit red zone, so. All right. So take 10 damage. Cool. I'm in red zone. <laughs> <laughs> you idiots. I wanted you to beat the crap out of me. All right. I mean, um, a fight's not a fight unless, unless it, like, I'm, I don't do squash matches, so. <laughs> All right, uh, so they are going to, um, they're going to pass to the environment, which is going to tick up. Um, goons are going to work on, so the goons go. So the D4 guy is going to attempt, the D4 guy in the bar with you, Mr. Medium, sensing that they're distracted, try and, like, grabs a nearby uh, pool cue and tries to, like, smash it over the back of one of the brothers. Uh, he does one damage... But, oh, one of them is in the D4. So he goes after the weak one, and he's going to attempt, and he hits him with the pool cue from behind. Uh, it, however, does nothing but just, like, he stops punching you and just turns around and looks at him like, the audacity of this motherfucker. And uh, he's probably not going to have a good time uh, the next time the Bruce Brothers get to go. Uh, cruise shop goons. Mm. Uh, the one guy left is going to throw down his gun, uh, run to the truck, and he is going to try and get the hell out of here. 
Of course he is. Uh, and he rolled a six. So he manages to get in the truck uh, while Carson on you're kind of reloading. Uh, the two guys are sort of behind the... Th oh, wait, no, sorry. It's not that guy's turn. It's the two guys at the shop's turn. Oh, so okay. They, so that guy, realizing that he's kind of... is trying to make his way to the truck, when all of a sudden the two iron, true iron devils that showed up sort of vault over their motorcycles and basically just bum-rush the guy. Good. And that's a two and a four. And he is at a D6. So let's see if he makes the first one. Uh, he does not. Uh, so he turns his back on to try and get in the truck, and that's when they grab him, and they just start feeding him rights. Uh, and he looks like he's getting the crap kicked out of him. Mm. And so that's the guy at the shop, that's the guy at the bar. The fire department is going to attempt to help put out the blaze. Um, they manage to succeed with a minor twist and fail. Respect. So they, uh, they start trying to put out the blaze, um, but they quickly realize that whatever this was had to, is not like, uh, like naturally occurring. It must've been some sort of like legit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, intentional arson. And, uh, so that means that they kind of have to switch up their tactics and address the fire in a different way. Um, and they do manage to, and they start managing to be like, okay, well, we need to find where the like accelerant is, uh, and sort of like try and damp it out that way. Um, so a couple of guys are going to go into the building just to try and, like, with a hose to try and keep it from spreading higher and higher. Uh, and so the minor twist is that the firefighters are inside are now occupied with that, and, uh, the firefighters are going to go down to 1d6 temporarily. Hmm. Uh, and as for, uh, what the environment does, hey, turns out, um, the collective and the, uh, the high city rollers kind of were in this in good faith and a couple of them show up at the bar to sort of render assistance as necessary cool six i'm just gonna write c r and uh a couple of them also show up at the shop neat okay then yeah so they sort of roll out the uh the collective in uh sort of like these black suvs and uh the high city rollers in like various sort of um Kind of what you'd consider, like, mid-range vehicles, like, uh, used cars, that sort of thing. But yeah, they, uh, they show up, and it looks like they're ready to lend a helping hand, I guess. And, uh, with that, that is the environment's turn. The Bruce Brothers have already gone. Uh, so I think that is the start of a new round. I... Did the Pelicanetic go this round, or did you oh, just no, sorry, end right. the last round? The Pelicanetic yeah, has I, not I gone specifically yet. passed it so that we would have yes. another turn. The Pelicanetic okay. has yet to go. Okay, so this one last guy is just getting the shit kicked out of him. Uh, yes. But Evelyn wants to talk to him, so she's going to go up and try and interpose herself between uh, this one last D4 guy and, and the two true, true, true iron devils. Um, who are probably just kicking him in the fucking ribs right now. It's just that scene from fucking Jojo where the yes. fucking taking the <laughs> shit out of the one guy. Yeah, uh, good, pretty much. Good, so she, good she's scene. not gonna like bodily put herself in between, but she's gonna like, you know, kind of raise her voice a bit uh, and go like, hey, hold on a sec. Don't you want to know who this guy works with? Why'd he hit your shop? All right, uh, roll me an overcome check. Okay, great. Um, so, uh, uh, Evelyn does have a leadership quality, so I'm, I'm going to use that. Uh, and then maybe try and enhance it with the bird aura. 
make, it, make yourself a little more imposing. And um, I'm going to use my uh, my uh, plus one bonus from the hero points. Okay, mid-die is a four, so that's a five uh, with the hero points. So I believe that's success with a minor twist. Uh, yes. Okay. Sorry, it was a four, you said? A five, total. Five. Yes, that's a success with the minor twist. So um, they do stop kicking the shit out of this guy. Um, mostly because they're probably not used to being ordered by a superhero. Um, but they're very much like, well, fuck, talk to one of the other ones. This one's ours. Uh, well, the other ones are unconscious right now. Uh, in case you hadn't noticed, there are multiple spots that are being hit right at this very moment. It, it, it seems important, you know, time-sensitive to figure out why that might be happening. And, like, one of them's holding onto the guy by the collar as he's, like, labored breathing, and he goes, all right. Fucking Look, once, fine. Once I'm finished, uh, you can have him. Fine. And they throw him by the truck, and then as uh, they sort of like, you know, take a breath off, they see the high city rollers in the collective, and they go, Oh, took you fucking long enough! All right, you now have uh, the guy, basically. Um, but we're going to have to get to that at some other point. Uh, the only person left in this round left to go is Epimethea, just that FYI. I will pass to Epimethea. All right. Epimethea, what do you do? Okay, well, um, you see, there's still this fire. <laughs> yes, the fire. It's bad. Yeah, so I think it's going to be most more more or less the same as last time. Um, just keep putting flame retardant foam down. All right. All right. Um, less successful that time. Uh, that's a five. Okay. So, um. You basically start doing what you can. Um, the problem that you realize is that, um, like, there's areas on the inside that seemingly, like, so you managed to use the uh, the flame, the foam, to put out most of the fires on the outside of the building, or at the very least, keep them from spreading, like, coming up the building higher and higher. Um, the problem that you realize, and this kind of, like, between the firefighters on the inside and the, fire, and the, the outside work you've done, the fire is more or less contained. Uh, and that's when you realize, shit, there was that car that peeled out right beforehand. Um, that thing's probably managed to get a significant distance. So the stop the car, the minor twist is that the stop the car challenge has gone from a one box challenge to a four box challenge, as it has managed to put significant headway between you and the rest of the superhero squad, even with that photo. All right, but this building is safe now. Yes, right. the building is safe. Uh, firefighters eventually make their way up to like the the top floor. They see the math lab. They see the lab. Uh, they start cordoning off the area, and they kind of give you like a thanks for the assist. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then yeah, uh, Epimethea will start heading off after that car, and um, uh, I will continue to do the thing that I've been doing and pass to Mr. Medium to get cut back to the action. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mr. And so this is the start of a new round. Yep, Mr. Medium's gonna do it again. It worked last time. Um, that is a eight. Oh damn! I got a plus two bonus, and I'm using a D12, a D10, and a D8. So. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. All right. So that's eight to everybody, correct? Yep. Eight to everybody. All right. So um, yeah, unfortunately for the 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 rowdy brother. He turned his back to you, which is a dangerous mistake to make. 
And so you sort of uh, push the other two brothers <laughs> off of yourself. All right. So I like to imagine that the rowdy guy's like trying to fight, and like my my ghost punches him, and he's well, like, no, "Oh, it's the, uh, I'm it's gonna the, get him!" And no, it was the uh, it was the the what you call it the the true iron devil that hit him with the pool cue. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, and, okay. And then and then the so so wait. Do I, do I take any of them out? Uh, yes. You take out the uh, the D4 entirely. You take out right. the Rowdy brother entirely. Like so I yeah, said, he, so he yeah, turns he, his back. So yeah, he turns his back, and then like the uh, the ghost like taps him on the shoulder. He turns around, takes a swing at it, passes through the ghost into my fist. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yep. Um, and um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, Mister Mean is just gonna look over at the other two and says, "Smells like a tag team." Because now it's two on two. Your the uh, the calmer of the three brothers uh, basically says, "Huh, you're starting to be more trouble than you're worth, than th this job's worth." <sighs> oh, matter. We'll kick your ass. Doesn't sound very confident. He's mm. not sounding very confident. All right. Um. So that is Mr. Medium's turn. It's the start of a new round. Who do you pass to? Uh, I will pass to. I, does anyone need to go right now? Because we could pass to the environment and the enemies, and then just you know. Well, I, I'm just thinking um, that maybe. Does anyone need to of... do something before the enemy does? Is my question. Yeah. Well, we so the um, so at the shop we're basically done, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, maybe we uh, get the shop team uh, on to stop the car now, because it's got four boxes. So Carsonon would do that now. I mean, it makes sense. Carsonon yeah. can probably go from rooftop. To so, rooftop. so I'm assuming yeah. like Epimethea radios to the other team members and explains the situation that uh, she saw there. Yeah. All right. So, Mr. Medium, who are you passing to? Uh, sure, I'll pass to Carsonon then. All right. Okay. So, seeing that the situation is well in hand, I'm going to uh, get on the radio with the rest of the group and hail, comrades! Fortune has found us fair indeed upon the field of battle. What new dragon ails all of you? Wait, uh, Carson on what? And you hear Gene over the com like that's Gene over the comms. And um, pretty, a moment. Hey, uh, just uh, trying out a new filter. I think that one was uh, Shakespeare. Uh, what's going on with all of you? Uh, well, uh, I'm looking for a status update because uh, percent we managed to convince percent to come back to the table. He's starting to get a little antsy, and I'd like to give him some good news if that's the case. All right. Uh, yeah, tell him that the uh, the shop is taken care of. We were able to uh, secure all the guys that were attacking it. Okay. Uh, that's all right. Any um, uh, everybody else? What's up? Um, uh, Mr. Medium, you hear the sounds of combat. Okay. Mr. Medium is occupied. All right. Um, Epimethea, how's it going with you? Uh, well, um, I've uh dealt with the fire but the um the issues uh there uh the arsonists seem to have gotten away ah all right um okay if mr medium's occupied uh should i go in and lend a hand or is there something else that you think i might be better to uh well um i i think that i i'd really like help get finding this car so that we can compare stories from our our, our three attackers gotcha some of your location yeah, that's, she'll she'll do that. Okay. And the the photo you took of the vehicle, I'm assuming. Yeah. 
All right. All right. Um, and yeah, I'm going to quickly head over to where uh, the Pelicanetic is. All right. Um, Epimethea needs help tracking down a vehicle with some arsonists in it. I'm going to go and lend her a hand. You have everything good here? Yeah, I'll follow you when I'm ready. Cool. See you in a bit. And uh, I'm going to rappel up to the roof and I'm going to start, uh, yeah, slingshotting my way over to the location. All right. Um, so I'm going to say you don't need to roll, do anything to like get a location because you've got power mobility powers. Yeah. Uh, if you want to roll an overcome check to try and, you know, piece together the trail of this car, uh, feel gotcha. free. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, let's see here. For this overcome, would... Let's see. Would uh, principle of the detective work for this? Uh, what's the principle say? You can always tell when an important piece of information is being left out or obscured, though you might not know exactly what it is. I'm gonna say no, because this is less like a deductive puzzle and more yeah. like you're hunting for something. Okay, uh, then in that case, I'm gonna roll with uh, 3d8 for this. So. Okay. Uh, my mid-die is a 5 for them. Alright, so success with a minor twist. That works for me. So, um, knowing the direction the car was, you kind of have a few things going for you. You've got a photo of the car, yep. you know which direction it's heading in, and you know it's probably in a hurry, so it's not going to take a lot. So you know that there are some main arteries in the cities that you can use to get around pretty quickly. Totally. So you start checking out those areas. Uh -huh. And soon enough, you do manage to, like, swinging from building to building, you manage to find the vehicle. Unfortunately, yeah. it looks like they've realized, like, they quickly realized that they are being followed, uh -huh. and they are now starting a merry chase. Oh boy, okay. And is this going to be the end of my turn? Uh, yes. So who are you okay. passing? Uh, who's remaining for the scene? Uh, I've gone, Epimethea's gone. I think the Pelicanetic hasn't, and then it's the environment and enemies. Yep. Mm. All right. Um, I'm going to pass to the enemies then, just to make sure they don't, uh, you know, um, take advantage of anything. Okay. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.